Now, one thing I do love about the fact it's called Individual Lightning Lane is that it's I-L-L. So really, Ill. you and I, we have taken the webinars. We've taken the certifications. We're Disney certified on this stuff. We're, we're kind yeah. of licensed to ill. I'll be honest with you. Oh, my um, gosh. No. I know that's a... <laughs> I'm petitioning the Bob right that now. That joke is kind of a beastie. Boy, is it it's bad. A, oh All my right, God. so... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta fight for your right to genie. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show—a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. This is our 75th episode, by the way. We have made this 75 weeks in a row. We have not skipped a week. We've gone straight through. Uh, You have put up with me for 75 episodes, which has been amazing. Everybody, give me a hand. Give me a shout out on social media. Shout out for Jen putting up with me. Um, Okay, so before we start, I do want to go real quickly over to our Instagram, which is, of course, Mm themsepodcast.com. We found a little comment. We put a post up yesterday, and it's one of my, like, a lot of times we will find posts from Pixar or Disney directly from them and kind of, quote unquote, borrow them and kind of post them (laughs) because it was fun. And it was a a post from Inside Out that had, you know, several of the characters basically Mm -hmm. just saying, you know, hey, Take a, take a deep breath. It's a mental health checkpoint. Take a deep breath, whatever. And um, this lovely this lovely commenter named, let me get, uh, Tara SM35. Um, I love this. She's talking about the post. Y'all don't understand how much I love and need your podcast every week. So thank you. And, uh, you know, it is easy. You know, I got, I got two and a half podcasts, two I do on a regular basis, and one I just kind of jump around, the Autism Podcast. You have at least two podcasts. Like one and three quarters. One and three like, quarters, yeah. exactly, uh, with Davish Dis Dis. And, uh, you know, so it is with the editing, and I know you do the editing sometimes, and mm-hmm. so it is like we do get – we do forget – what we're, I don't want to say we forget what we're doing. I'm very proud of what we do. I'm very proud of this mm-hmm. show, and I'm very proud of, you know, Diva Sounds Great, and I'm proud of the movie podcast. I do editing there and uh, kind of make us sound good, which is sometimes hard. Um, but but uh, it, it is easy to forget that, you know, people listen to the show, and we look at the numbers, and we're like, wow, look how many people downloaded our show. But, you know, each of these people downloading, at least half of them probably are listening. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Uh, let's hopefully more than that, but uh, a lot of people are listening, and so it is easy to forget that we have real listeners out there that really like our show, and you know, and on one hand, it's like, really? Why would you think that about our little show? On the other hand, there are, there are podcasts that I listen to that I'm very involved in, and I'm like, if they went away, I'd be very sad. And I, yeah. li- you know, some podcasts I listen to as soon as they drop, I'm like right on it immediately. So, uh, so yeah, I'm a. Uh, um, uh, Divas you know, is one, of course. Divas, of course, Divas is one. I do actually. I do listen to that within twenty four hours of it dropping. <laughs> um, typically, it's one that I will wait to whatever podcast I'm listening to is over and then go to Divas. Okay, um, there are a couple that I will stop whatever podcast I'm in and go straight to it. But usually, those are daily podcasts, news, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I do listen to listen to Divas. And for the audience who doesn't listen to Divas, you should. It's a lot of fun. It's really just Jen and Christine giggling about Disney stuff. Sometimes about Disney stuff when they're not, you know, whatever. <laughs> about other stuff. So, and sometimes about other stuff. So <laughs> it's it's a fun little show. Great guests and everything on the show as well. So good job, Jen. How did you Disney this week? Oh my! Well, today or this week, uh, I Disney the way I think most Disney travel planners or Disney you know travel planners uh, specializing in Disney destinations mm-hmm. uh, happened to Disney. I added Genie Plus to like a bunch of reservations. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that too. A lot of people are more than I actually thought initially are saying add it because I I kind of thought I yeah. get a lot of. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll do it, you know, day by day. But no, I'm getting a Mm-mm. ton of No, most of people, I would so. say most of my clients are like, nope, just add it. We want to do it. Okay, cool. Very so. cool. Yeah, so I uh, was excited about Monday because I had heard that Lost, okay, Lost Bros, uh, L-O-S-T-B-R-O-S.com, oh, yes. their website that does, uh, I'm, I, I don't know if they're licensed. I'm, I'm assuming they are. I have no idea. Who knows? I'm not going to nope. get them in trouble. No uh, but uh, they do a lot of Disney stuff and a lot of Hollywood, uh, Hollywood studio, Hollywood studios, um, uh, Universal Studios stuff. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like the characters and different phrases. I bought a monorail shirt that has the monorail going down the side and has the mm-hmm. uh, Montana on the front and everything. That the saying. Well, yeah. Monday they released pre-orders yep. for Stacy shirts. 
Yeah. Like state must do Disney Stacy Stacy who's been on our show past guest and future yeah. guest Stacy shirts. Mm-hmm. I can compl- I immediately ordered one. I'm so excited to have a T-shirt that says I'm your host with Stacy on it. And I'm gonna be I know. It. Oh, and I'm so excited. A cute little umbrella. Oh, it's too. great These umbrellas. So There's like bucket hats and stuff. And I'm like yeah. I'm totally ordering this shirt. I, they they released it last week that hey you know you can reorder you can yeah. order it this week. And so when Monday came I'm like order it's mine. So yeah like so. absolutely adorable. And actually we've been in contact with Stacy so she'll be back. Yes uh, she is gonna be back time. on the show which is exciting i also got the order from them too and they're not a sponsor or anything we just like their stuff and i give credit i give credit to agent kyla who's been on their show before to tell she's all into the lost rose like she fans out she fangirls when she sees them in the park and she she's messaged me she was like oh my gosh sent me a picture and i'm like i I don't i don't know who that is who i'm excited for you what is that is that a is that a jonas brother is that i don't know is that a one directioner i don't know uh (laughs) it wasn't a jonas brother no no this is the lost bros who's the lost bros this was the conversation we had like six months ago i'm like who's the lost bros what so we had that whole conversation and and uh so she turned me on to them but yeah i also ordered my lovely wife stephanie a big thunder shirt uh which will be a surprise coming in a few weeks so it's got big thunder the the railroad and everything so really exciting so yeah got the disney with all kinds of fun stuff like that so um waiting for that to come in of course waiting for my next funko pop to come in so all of that is a shawarma um, Shwarma. It is shawarma. I've got Black Widow coming in. It's on back order. Apparently, they they uh, paid for it. It's it's coming in yet. And Thor oh, okay. apparently is the I don't know. If, it's the secret one, which obviously it's Thor, duh, because that's the only one I don't have. Yeah, they really need to do something where you have to show proof of purchasing the, all the other five before you get Thor. It's going to be one of those. Everybody's going to want Thor, and if I don't get Thor, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so Thor at this because I've ordered like. Okay, so for the audience, it's Funko Pops, and they're based on the shawarma scene at the end of uh, the Avengers, the first Avengers yeah. movie, which is one of the funniest stingers I've ever seen in my life. It's just so funny the way it's set up. Uh, they all here's a little behind the scenes. They all flew back in just for that scene. Um, Chris Evans was making a movie called Snowpiercer, so he had a full beard. So when he's sitting there, this is why he's covering his face because he's covering the beard up completely. That's why he's sitting the way he's sitting. He's covering his face um, because you know they all flew back in just for this one thing. So the Funko released like six different ones that all interconnect to make the shawarma table. And um, you order them like they're delivered six weeks later. Yeah. And every time the new one's delivered, you can order the next one. So I've gotten, I've gotten four Black Widows on order. It's coming. I'm Again, I'm hoping that Thor doesn't suddenly sell out because everybody wants Thor because I'm like, I've been dedicated to this for a year. Come on, people. I want, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Um, so mad. Now, really the only news, we're not going to dive into any news, but I do want to tell you that, uh, that I just discovered – Fear Factor live on stage permanently closes at Universal Studios Florida next month. And I know, Jen, again, this is like Shrek. I, I don't I don't I don't mean to blindside you with this. I should have prepped you for this. I'm you sorry. You should have prepped me. I I'm, I'm I sorry. Um, I didn't have my happy dance ready. You know, I don't you know, know what to do. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but uh it's right next to it's right next to Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and so probably they'll do an expansion at some point. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have a feeling they might. Uh this is the stage where it's Fear Factor. If for those of you who do remember the old show where people would eat bugs and drink milkshakes full of cockroaches and they would climb Whoa, over walls no, stop talking, hang stop off talking. of like hang off of like uh, cranes and stuff it's that and i actually saw a taping of it and um you know you, you you would compete against three people and for points and they they actually put bugs in a blender no 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 sh- and sh- they sh- ate stop it. talking and there was something where like there was climbing up a wall with water shooting at them so they were falling off the winner literally got a t-shirt and a koozie i'm like if I'm you drinking, know. if I'm drinking a concoction with earthworms and cockroaches, and I'm climbing up a rock wall, getting shot with water at six thousand psi at me, I want more than a t-shirt jacuzzi. You better be giving me some hard. I want cash. cash. Yeah, and that, I want I, cash. because I, I like I literally raised my hand. I was like, "Oh, this would be fun." And he was like, "In the winter," and he holds the t-shirt up and a koozie, and I'm like, "Hands down." I'm like, "I'm good. I'm good. I'm not." Don't like, even. Nope, nope, no, no, no. I, I want none of this. Nope. And of course, people did it. And and you could probably, Jen, I know you could probably can go online and, and look on YouTube for these. I'll I'll put it in the show notes. You can go on. And oh, watch that's Fear great. Factor. Yeah, that's Fear great Factor. because I'll get right on that. Just see yeah. if Fear Factor is a factor for you. Um, so <laughs> that's the tagline by Joe Rogan. I know. Genie Plus has, of course, dropped as you mentioned. It has. Genie Plus has dropped. And I'll be shocked with you. The system apparently worked. I know there were some glitches. I've heard there's some glitches and everything. There were a few glitches. Like, I had a meme ready to go. Like, ready to post about the Disney. I know. This is, like, killing you, isn't it? It's killing you. Dang it. Trust me. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm sure it'll be just fine. I'm sure sure I I will get use out of it. Eventually, uh, we can use it. Eventually, I will be able to use it, yes. But uh, Genie Plus dropped. So, Jen, anything we learned about Genie Plus, anything in particular that we need to talk about Genie Plus, it's how how is it working? Um, 
there's a new there's sort of a new name for something. The Lightning Lane. Is, so all right, the it, IAS is called changing. something else. So the IAS, the individual attraction selections, mm-hmm. are sometimes now being referred to as individual lightning lane. Oh Those gosh. terms are sort of being interchangeable. <laughs> so, I mean, just stay tuned. Who knows? Yeah. It'll settle out eventually. But I, I really think for the most part, I mean, other than obviously technical glitches and, of course, uh, right, right, I think right. some confusion on how it works. So I think a lot of the, if you saw complaints on the boards, it's largely because it's a new system. People yep. don't necessarily know how it works yet. And especially if you're not using a travel planner to prep you for it, or even if you, you haven't done actual, you know, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to add this. And, and you're not entirely sure what all the system does. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, of course that can kind of complicate matters, but you know, in some cases, yes, like things just weren't loaded properly for certain, but, but not across the board for the most part, it actually was fairly smooth. Yeah. So it went, were in it the went parks. Smooth. Yeah, and they, you know, they had a good time. They were able to like effectively use everything. So, um, yeah, I think. But yeah, individual lightning lane may now be used instead of individual <laughs> attraction selection. You may also see it called um, a la carte. Occasionally, mm-hmm. you might see that. So, the genie plus selections are, you know, just as normal, other than the two per park. So. Well, and here are five things real quick, and I want to run through this. This is from Theme Park Tourist, one of my favorite sites. It kind of gives random tips and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, five things. First of all, you need to download the most updated version of my Disney Absolutely. experience. And so if it's you can't find it anywhere, check your settings to make sure that you – because oh, that happened to it me. It will force you. Like, no, it will actually force you. Well, okay, because I, I looked yesterday I morning. Up, it was like upgrade. I was yeah, like, and oh. it was like yesterday morning was when the update hit. So yes. you know, if you haven't looked at Disney at all, then mm-hmm. you'll need to download. Make sure you get on Wi-Fi you somewhere and download that. Uh, the yep. second thing, on-site hotel guests – probably have a slight advantage when it comes to individual lightning lane purchases because you can get them at 7 a.m. Whereas all the other commoners that are off property have to wait until park opening, be it nine or 10 or whatever that is. Or whatever. Um, So that's important to remember. Uh, Genie plus attraction reservations will and can sell it even if the service doesn't. Now you have to put your fast pass hat on for this because if you get in, uh, and I'm thinking back to when Toy Story Mania first opened. Yes, uh, back exactly. in 07, 08, we would get there, uh, and of course I was the fast pass runner. I had to run across the park mm-hmm. to get the fast pass with everybody's tickets. And you know, you're watching the increment, the board incrementally creep up. And as you get there, you know, the park opens at nine at Hollywood Studios, and you're already seeing pass, fast pass return time is 11:30 because all the people, yeah. other people have gotten ahead of you. You get in line, you get up there. When you come back out, it says fast pass return time 4:30 p.m. Within 30 minutes, there's no fast passes Nothing available. Nothing left for the day. This is how this is going to work as well, which I would love to tell mm-hmm. you it's different because, you know, we're paying for this. So, yes, you should be you but should be expecting not. something else. No, it's not. It's uh, not. These will sell out. Uh, now, Genie Plus will not sell out. They will sell Genie Plus to anybody and everybody who wants to buy it. Because um, the fact is, just because, let's say, Big Thunder is sold out doesn't mean that Jungle Cruise is sold right. out. Or that's that's Pirates of the Caribbean is sold out. Very true. And this is also going to come into, and I will always harp the importance of travel planners. This is where our experience mm-hmm. comes in because we're going to be able to help you determine how do you plan your day? Um, yeah. You know, how do you plan it if the big ones you want, like the Big Thunder and Splash Mountain, are sold out by 10 a.m.? You're looking mm-hmm. and you're like, well, what's available? You know, I, we can talk you through it. We can mm-hmm. kind of figure out, you know what? Go ahead and do Jungle Cruise. Go ahead and get the traction for this, that, and the other, which mm-hmm. is which is good. Um, now, they won't sell out every day, and I, and I think it might take no. a little while to sell it as people are, are getting there you can also stack reservations for later in the day as long as you don't mind waiting so if you yes. book a slinky dog dash at 8 a.m park opening for 2 30 you have to wait until 11 to book a return time for another attraction which means you can get a 11 30 return time for twilight zone tower of terror right immediately and then book another reservation for Toy remaining at 12 while still holding on to your 2 30 slinky dog um now i don't think it's going to let you hold three so if you book one at say 2 30 or three and then there's one they book at one o'clock. I don't think at eleven o'clock it's going to let you get another. One. I'm not I really think sure. So, and yeah. from what I understand, like so, let's say at seven a.m., which is when you can book your first genie mm-hmm. attraction, you book Slinky Dog Dash, and it's like one p.m. or whatever, yep. like you said. Then two hours after park opening, so if park opens at nine, just to keep it even, yep. and at eleven a.m. you can choose another one. But I think what I read, and I you need to verify this. I will verify okay. this myself next week. Is after you use the eleven a.m., you can get another one. You know what I mean? So, right. Because you yes. still have yeah. that, you know, that 1 p.m. Right. You can just keep using them. But then at some point, you're going to have to use the 1 p.m. before. Right. You right, 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 right. So you can stack them up to a certain point. It's it's not really gaming the system, but you have to know how to use the system a little bit. Yeah. If, um, you, if you want an individual attraction selection, though, you can have that. Because that doesn't count with your with your genie. Right. Uh, also, purchases can be or should be made as early in the day as possible 
for full value. And this is what it says here. I'll just read this yes. to you. No matter whether you're interested in the $15 Genie Plus service or the individual Lightning Lane, mm-hmm. individual attraction selection, Fast Pass Plus, Genie Plus Plus, attraction upcharge, uh, the, the ones you have to pay for, you will get the most value out of these add-ons by purchasing early in the day. You can purchase Genie Plus at 7 o'clock at night if you want to or 10 minutes before closing. But you're not going to. But you're not going to have the value if you're going to do it. So if you haven't purchased it within an hour of park opening, I, I don't know if this can be worth it because you're losing all your good times. Um, exactly. And honestly, and with our family, you know, if we pay 15 bucks a piece, that's $45 for one day. And I know families of four, five, and six are obviously paying a lot more. Yeah. You know, if you're a family of, of four, that's 60 bucks. Um but if it means we can ride Slinky Dog Dash and, say, Millennium Falcon all within the first, say, two hours of park opening, it's it's almost worth it. I mean, and then you've got the you've got, you're exactly. able to use it for the rest of the day. It's, I mean, maybe you have, I don't yeah. know, for us, maybe it might be worth it because those are two massive attractions that we're done with. And then if maybe you're done, ta- you already yeah. have them. Yep. And unless mm-hmm. it's super, super duper busy, and again, I'm putting my Fast Pass hat back on. Tower of Terror was typically right. available later in the day. So it's not like Usually nothing was. else available. So And and now these days, like obviously when Rock and Roller Coaster was selling out more quickly, some of these weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? Like Yep. Well, the Star way they were Wars setting them up too, too back in the day is remember they had like the two or three you could choose from at the top. You had to pick one and then yep. pick two from the bottom. And when they moved the Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror to the bottom section, then it, I felt like uh, those were available a lot during the day, like later those on in the day. Those are available. You know? mm-hmm. So it's not as if I want to yeah. ride Rock and Roller Coaster, then you know I'm never going to get it. So why, why should I get Genie Plus? I'm, and I'm not here to harp on the, the I'm that, saying you should buy Genie Plus. Yeah. You have to make that decision for yourself. But I'm seeing a value in right. it. Right. If you, and, I do. I do think that also line people are like. Well, the lines have been short because I've I've had clients say because of cap capacity. Mm-hmm. Capacity. We don't know what it is. Right. But we haven't noticed really a, a cap anymore. Right. <laughs> so right. if you're like, no, they're at fifty percent. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. We don't know what it and is. It is but. a chance you take because if you purchase the individual attraction, uh, individual lightning lane selections, the IAS, ILLS, mm-hmm. whatever they're called, right. uh, you know, say for, for Everest, which is an animal kingdom, which I think all of us agree yeah. is kind of silly. You know, you pay the 28 bucks for the family afford to ride it, and you walk over yeah. and you're like, oh, it's a 25 minute, it's a 17 minute wait. Really? We just purchased this? You know what? Come mm-hmm. off it, ride it again. So that is something you just have to kind of take into consideration. What yeah. do you do? I don't for know. Um, now, with Genie Plus attractions, though, they are apparently showing you the current wait time. Yes, which is good. As well as what your return yep. time. So if it's like, oh, shoot, I want, and again, I'll use Big Thunder Mountain mm-hmm. because I know it's. That's right. a proper attraction. Right, right. But it's only a 25-minute wait. Well, then why are you going to wait two hours to go use a fast pass? All right. Right. Lightning Lane, Genie Plus. Yeah. Now, also, and this is, I mentioned this to a client yesterday. I was talking to him about Genie Plus, and he was asking me about, you know, their trip is in January. Uh, you know, what about this? What about that? And I finally just came out and said, you know, I'll be honest with you. We don't know how this is going to roll out. We, we know how it's rolling out, obviously, but we don't yeah. know the trends. When your vacation right. rolls around early January, we'll have a conversation a couple of weeks beforehand to be able to say, you know, over the last month or two months, I've seen these are, this is what's happening. Rise is selling out every day. You're going to want to get it. Yeah. Or, Rides is not selling out till probably noon every day, so I think you're okay. Right. Um, or you know these particular attractions mm-hmm. are are gone immediately. What, so we're going to be able to see these things, but it's going to take a couple, at least a couple weeks yeah. for us to really get some trends down to, get to say some data. I mean, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now, one thing I do love about the fact it's called Individual Lightning Lane is that's I L ill. So really, Ill. you and I, we have taken the webinars, we've taken certifications, we're Disney certified on this stuff. We're we're kind yeah. of licensed to I, ill. I'll be honest with you. Oh my um, gosh! No, I know that's a. <laughs> I'm petitioning the Bob right that now. That joke is kind of a beastie. Boy, is it it's bad. A, oh All my right, God. so. <laughs> <laughs> you got to fight for your right to genie. So, I um, can't. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's a good oh, thing Kyla actually doesn't listen to the show because she'd be like, Dad, Joe. Kyla, help me. Kyla doesn't know who the Beastie Boys are, though. Yeah, do what? Kyla doesn't know who the Beastie Boys are, though. No, she probably. No, actually, she said she, she does, but uh, and there's, oh, a, there's okay. a whole inside joke there for the audience. They're like, what's happening right now? Uh, so we want to talk about World Showcase. And I know we've talked about Epcot a lot in the, in the, in the days since we've been returned. We have returned from the parks. But, you know, we kind of want to do some Epcot stuff here because Food and Wine Festival is going on, which I love the Food and Wine Festival. I do, too. It's I had so much fun when I was there with, with all my people, with all you people. So um, it was great. I had my first mimosa. I apparently you're not supposed to chug it, so I did. Um, okay, you know, cool. I, you know, Interesting choice. I, I don't know. I was. I just kind of turned up and drank it because Sarah wasn't going to drink it. And I was like, okay, look, look, look. And she was like, you're not supposed to chug it. You're supposed to sip it. And I'm like, I'm busy. I got stuff to do. And so, 
<laughs> anyway, um, my first mimosa. But uh, we want to walk around. I want to walk a, a virtual walk through World Showcase, kind of starting in Mexico and kind of go all the way around okay. the loop and talk about each pavilion. I thought it would be fun to kind of give our maybe our mm-hmm. favorite parts about each pavilion and kind of give where they rank on our list. And I, I know that we both kind of rank them 1 through 11 to kind of talk about, um, mm-hmm. you know, which one we like, this, that, and the other. And also, kind of some fun stuff here. Um, I, I've, I've issued the challenge for both of us, and you know, we'll see if Jen does it or not. Uh, for us to come up with some sort of attraction in the in the pavilions that do not have attractions. So obviously, Mexico and Norway do. When we get to China, I've got an idea for that too. So we'll just kind of see okay. how it goes from there. But let's talk about Mexico first. And this is the place that everybody goes to. Everybody's like, go to Mexico first. Go to Mexico first. And I guess it's because it's the one that people recognize most with uh, La Cala mm-hmm. del Tequila, which is there, the tequila bar. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like, this is where I identify if you're going to get buzzed at Epcot, this is where you go. And I think people want to start their day there versus starting in Canada, going all the way around and already being drunk by the time they get there and, and saying, I, I don't want to, I don't want, I can't do anymore you start your day at mexico get your get your, your drink on going there uh, and i don't know this for sure like i honestly i seldom drink and i know you don't drink a lot either yeah. um so i can't really speak to you know the buzziness i of, don't know of i've never tried that but um, you know i know people but i know people who have <laughs> oh i do too i do too and i know people who have not and who don't drink it and drink non-alcoholic stuff all the way through and and uh we're gonna Even have then, a, i feel like i get like sugar rush yeah because they do have good non-alcoholic drinks everywhere. they do they do of course mexico's really at the big they got the big pyramid there and that's the san angel in a restaurant the, uh, the yes. big pyramid there there's a couple of restaurants there so mm-hmm. uh, here's my thing with mexico for me I, one through 11 i rank this eighth on my list as enjoyment okay. because i don't eat a lot of this is gonna sound stupid i don't eat a lot of authentic mexican food i like the mexican restaurant down the street where i can put where i can get a cheap quesadilla with some sour cream on top wow they okay. serve maybe it's not authentic authentic but they serve a oh, no, lot it's more authentic au- it's pretty authentic they serve a lot more authentic tacos than that you're going to find in your neighborhood corner the original market. san yes. angel is in mexico yeah. city and so um so i just i'm like this is uh, give me some taco bell I, can i have a dorito d- dorito loco oh. taco and i'm going to get hate mail for that really um yeah, i like i like the grand fiesta, grand fiesta tour which is there it's, it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh with two caballeros i love the fact that donald has two rides in disney world not just yes. one which is kind of fun um and poor Minnie's got nothing. Well, she shares the the, the co-billy oh, with Nikki, shares. but um, and uh, so so yeah. I I'm. Where's this rank for you? What do you? What is your thing on Mexico? Mine is significantly higher than yours. Okay, so mine is actually three. Ooh, um, third. I yeah. love the atmosphere inside. They used to have the mariachis inside as well, and I I think the mariachi cobre is they're they're fantastic, um, and I love the three caballeros ride. I love um. Just I don't know the whole at- the evening atmosphere. I just think it's cute, and and we always like walking in there. So mm-hmm. that actually goes like probably third on my list. And it's so dark in there. It's so dark. Nice um, cool. It is nice and cool. And there is a lot of that culture that is in there. The little gift shops are really a lot of fun. Uh, the tequila bar is there. I don't drink, but I've been to that line, which is very popular. Um, oh, yeah. That line gets crazy. People will tell you that it's worth it, though. If you can wait, there's an avocado yeah, margarita there. That's great. Uh, we I followed think... in uh, Kyla. Didn't Kyla yeah. get that? No, yeah. Kyla got the smoked one or whatever Yo, she got the She got the one. So it's like the Kyla show somehow. Heather's yeah. going to hate this. Uh, so she got the one with the, the hibiscus around the rim. That's it, right. It was disgusting. It was so nasty. It was just like, and, and Agent Kelly tried it too, and she was like, "That's gross." And I'm like, "It is gross." And just, it's <laughs> like, she didn't care. It was no, no, she didn't care. I don't know that she was tasting anything about the point. But <laughs> no, so it's it's also um it's it's a it's a fun place. Now this is like I liken these pavilions to to the Cheesecake Factory. Mexico for me might be cheesecake with walnuts and pecans on top. I don't like walnuts and pecans. But I'll eat that cheesecake and really enjoy it. So this is not like I hate the Mexico Pavilion. This just happens to be where it falls, which explains a lot when I walk over to Norway. Because Norway, for me, is probably last on my list uh, of pavilions. Um, it's 11th on my list because the Frozen Ride is there, but the Akershus the is not reopened yet. Uh, we've heard rumors that it may or may not reopen. Right now it's a lounge um, for healthcare mm-hmm. company that and their employees, which I didn't know they could... Who knows how much money they spent to put a lounge there? Uh, to Advent Health of Florida or whatever it's called. Um, you know, the gift shop is fine. It's Norwegian. You got the big troll there. But Norway doesn't do a lot for me. I mean, it's especially without Akershus. It's just like, yeah, it's okay. It's like, whatever. Yeah. So um, Norway mm-hmm. is like 10th on my list. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I love the shop because I love the, um, oh, what is it? Hella Hansen. Mm-hmm. They have like those jackets and stuff from Norway. I, and I and my perfume is in there as well. The, the Lila from um, okay. from Guinness. So I like the Norway shop and I like school bread. 
because school bread is really good. Um, pastry, have you had school bread, David? I don't think I have. I don't think what? I've had that. No, I don't. I haven't. You call eaten yourself a Disney trouble. I haven't eaten a lot in, uh, well, you call me that sometimes. Uh, I have it among other things. It's, I haven't had many pastries or any many it's foods. It's like a donut ish so. thing, but it's like, I don't know, it's like Greenfield and there's a, it's it's very, very good. You have to go to Norway and get some school do, bread. Do they have a walk up counter or a, like yeah, a counter service? It's the I mean, first I guess it's thing. That? It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, they actually, they sell sandwiches too. Okay. It's first thing when you walk in on the left. The first I even noticed. See, it. there's that little covered patio where people. <laughs> yeah, are I know the patio and stuff. Yeah, yeah which that's connected to the. I guess that's. Eat. I thought there was the advent, the health of Florida people eating from the lounge there that no, they were getting from. No, that's so, over where Akershus is. No. Oh, party on then. No idea. Um, we'll get you some school bread. Now, I do love the Frozen Ever After attraction. I okay, do think the attraction yeah, is wonderful. Uh, I like it better than Maelstrom. I was not. A, I mean, Maelstrom is fine. It's one of those. Disney fans are funny because they're like, oh my gosh, we miss Maelstrom. Well, if you guys yes. went to Maelstrom more often than not, then we would still be there because, but uh, nobody went there, so they took true. it away. Not true. There's not true. Well, for you specifically, False you liked it. But like, it was, ne- it was like a five minute wait every time. There was always a line for Maelstrom. There was always a line. Well, towards the end, yes. People were like, oh, we're going to go back to Maelstrom. No, we love even, it. No, five years ago, I, 10 years ago, nobody's going I was to still waiting 30 minutes. I was nobody's still waiting. Nobody's going. Yes. Nobody's going. Uh, Maelstrom. Nobody's going. Incorrect. Now I like Maelstrom. Incorrect. Again, don't send Jen hate mail. I like Maelstrom. It was okay, but you know, just it's, it's it, the whatever. Now, one thing I do want them to fix is again, and I've mentioned this before, where they have that discoloration between the face and the neck of the uh, of the animatronics. It's just weird as oh, you're going by. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is weird. Yeah, it's like the, it's like Anna and Elsa have been working in a coal mine up to their necks, and so they're covered in soot, but their faces are clean. It's just weird. Um, weird. Great attraction. That is, that is weird. A lot of fun. Let's keep walking now to China. And I rank China somewhere in the middle, actually. China comes in at actually ninth on my list. So now we've gone eight, nine, and eleven uh, for China. Um, I, I like China, and I like the 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 area. The culture is great. Nine Dragons is just okay. I feel like it's a pretty good Chinese restaurant. You can get pretty good Chinese restaurants in a lot of places, even around Birmingham, Alabama. So it's nothing like, you got to eat in Nine Dragons. When we've been there for spring break, the fact that we can walk up and find a reservation for like five people at any time of the day mm, tells you something. Um, so it's okay. But however, I do think we should put an attraction in there. And I want to put a Mulan Dark Ride in there. Um, similar to a, a trackless mm-hmm. ride, similar to what we've seen with with Remy, uh, mm-hmm. where you have, but, but this time you're, you're you're on some sort of a horse contraption or some sort of carriage contraption with you and five of your closest friends, and taking you through the scenes of Mulan. You can do live action and animated if you cute. want. Taking you through the adventure, you know, um, Mulan's yelling at you to help. You know, you gotta you gotta fight in the army as well. You gotta help save, but you're you're on the carriage. You mm-hmm. better you gotta deliver the stolen Chinese plans to whatever. Um, just I, I can see something like that happening. I think that'd be a fun attraction okay. for all ages. I think it'd be fun, not too scary. Uh, getting Mulan the princess in there. So, what do you what do you think about the pavilion? Where does it rank for you? Yeah, um, that one is <laughs> this is terrible. It's actually eleventh on my list. Okay. Now, I think it is a beautiful pavilion. Oh, it's gorgeous! So, like for, it's gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous. I love to walk around and just look at it. Um, the shops are honestly a little overwhelming because it's kind of like maze-like once you get yeah, into the shops. A lot I mean, there's, there's a lot in there. Very cool. And there is some really, really neat stuff in there. So it's not, this is not Jen saying, oh, I hate the China Pavilion. It's just, <laughs> I don't go see reflections of China and there is no attraction in the China Pavilion. Yeah. So aside from now, when they had the, um, the acrobats, I would, I would absolutely stop and go look at the acrobats, right. you know, doing, doing stuff in that courtyard mm-hmm. areas. That was fascinating. They're amazing. Um, I just don't have a lot of, and I, again, don't like nine dragons. I have much yeah. better Chinese food up here in, in Pittsburgh. So <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not a fan of it. How, what do you so think about I'm the egg rolls? Really... Do you eat the egg rolls? Oh, the, the egg rolls are good. Yeah. No, no, yeah. The egg rolls Stephanie are good. loves the egg rolls. So that's a, yeah, that's a point in his favor. So, and but, again, this is not Brady's the Chinese bad pavilion, but soy. you know, Brady's allergic to soy. So we just don't do a lot of Japanese yeah. Chinese because there's a lot of soy yeah. sauce and he's yeah. and so unless we're sitting down and then it just becomes a whole thing. So yeah. that's just not a pavilion. I spent as much time in. Um, and I think some sort of a, a, a China boat ride would be really cool, but I want Mushu. Mushu. Okay. In there. Okay. And like, and actually it's funny. I know quasi producer, producer Heather also mm-hmm. says that China should have a boat ride. No, right. she has a, a big affinity because she has been to China multiple right. times. And so she knows a lot um, about how things are done. She thinks that would be a good fit. I agree with her, but I want there to be like. Also, um, Mushu because yeah, I love that's a that's a good call. That's a good call on that. Also, China, yeah. a terrible place to watch. Uh, Harmonious. You oh, can, terrible! Uh, Do not terrible uh, because looking terrible. from the side there, Stargate basically you see the side of the rim, the side of the of the hoop, and it's not. Yeah. 
you know. Uh, which, by the way, I'm seeing a lot of places call this Stargate now. I've been calling this for a year ever since they opened up the, the thing. So I just want you to know that if you hear me say Stargate, don't be like, he's copying and so is a website. No, no, no. I said it first. They copied it from me. I'm sure they all listen to this, this podcast. So walk past the outpost across the bridge. And the outpost, of course, is really just refreshments and things like that. Um, probably a good place for a pavilion. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, Germany yeah. is our next one. Now, Germany for me, I rank it second on my list. I love the German Pavilion, and here's why. Here's why. First of all, the Caramel Shop is incredible. I love the Caramel Shop. It's a great place to get candied apples. It's a great place to get snacks. We always—it's a must-do for us. We always—we always go there. Um, I'm not a big Snow White fan, but I love that Snow White is always there. Like I love the Snow White. Always, she's one of the princesses that is a constant in her pavilion. She's always there. Sometimes yep. dopey, sometimes grumpy. Yep. You know the little tr- miniature train set they have sitting there is fantastic. Oh, it's, so it's, cute. it's so cute. Yes. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a big I, like I love stuff like that. I love miniatures and I love things. Probably why I like Legos so much. I love having little yeah. miniature things. So that whole setup is just fantastic. My yeah. kid loves it. Who loves trains? He mm-hmm. loves that. Um. So the whole shop there is kind of cool. The Christmas shop that is there. Beer garden is pretty good food. It's not the restaurant I would hang my ranking on on uh, for this. But, but it's good. Beer Garden is good. And, and it's yeah. also one, too, whereas Nine Dragons is – you can always get a reservation because it's not that great. Beer Garden is surprisingly fairly easy to get a reservation at, and it's pretty good food. So it's one of those like yeah. Rose and Crown is and booked. And it's all you can eat. Rose and Crown is booked and San mm-hmm. Angel is booked. Hey, Beer Garden is probably open. All you can eat. Yeah. So your thoughts on Germany? Uh, Germany's four for me. Okay. Um, And I – think well first of all you mentioned some of my favorite things the caramel shop always is i mean that's a must mm-hmm. i also love going in and seeing the christmas shop because they always have that christmas shop oh, in yeah. there and and i just think i mean i've been to germany so some of my my highest affinity pavilions are because it reminds me of the country like actually reminds me of countries that right. i've been to right. so it's like happy memories so i really do enjoy and i just love the look that classic german architecture kind of situation i think it's really cute so um definitely number four and yes i do like beer garden and the yeah. pretzels. pretzels pretzels are good or as stacy would say pretzels und beer so yes. yeah <laughs> it's a good place to get beer if you're a beer drinker i am not so i can't speak yeah, to any of that, that not but, you no. know german beer is a, is a big thing but hey um, at beer garden whenever they're doing the toast you better believe i'm picking up my iced tea or whatever, like <laughs> Sounded like, that sounded like a like a one of those cheers from Bugs Bunny cartoon. Tiki Saki, Tiki Saki, Rip Boom Ba. Yeah, that's, yeah but that's, that's, that's what it is. It's Tiki Saki. Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, rah, rah, rah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> keep walking over here to the Italy Pavilion. And Italy is number five on my list. So it's a, kind of oh, somewhere in the okay. middle now. Um, I do love Italy. And it's a beautiful pavilion. Uh, I love Vianopoli. It's a great restaurant. And now I'm kind of looking at it going, hmm, should it be five? Maybe it should be higher. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with five. Uh, top five there. Great pavilion. It's 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 open. Uh, it's kind of a, it's open, but it's kind of a small pavilion. Basically, it's just one walkthrough. Like it's one straight back thing. There is no having to walk around buildings or walk into whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just everything's there. Mm-hmm. is at the back. You can get pizza about the slice. Of course, you can get the big pizza that's there. They have the 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 wood uh, wood fire grills in the uh, in the in the in the wall. Mm-hmm. The stone grills, which are great. They pH balance the water to match ingredients from uh, to match the they water get it from, from Pittsburgh. Uh, they get it from Pittsburgh. Yeah. They pH balance the water. They match it stuff from Italy and everything, which is so it's as authentic as you're gonna get. Um, it's it's good. It's good food. They have the they have the the gelato that's there. Yep. And uh, I just basically I'm hanging this ranking on the food more than anything else. They've got a couple of restaurants okay. there. The pasta is great. The the tutto Italia or whatever it's called. I can't say all the words, but yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I love me some Italy. So for you. Oh, this is number two. Oh wow. This is one not 100 number two on my list. Um, I loved going to Italy uh, whenever I got to in 2017. And so there are so many aspects like the pillars. Um, those are actually from based on the ones in Venice. Right. You know, some of the buildings are based on other things that I've actually seen. So I love going to Italy. I love the food in Italy. I love the shopping in Italy. They have like the purses and the scarves and they have cute little coffee things and the Topolino and all I mean, of that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. I, like I'm a, a huge Italy pavilion fan and i love watching um well now harmonious mm-hmm. uh, from that location oh and it's but a great angle too it's a early good angle. arrive yeah. early that's oh yeah the <laughs> definitely so it's a good angle though from that from that spot there yes. obviously the best angle is the next pavilion that's american american adventure except yes. they have the big theater there um because one of the things whenever i saw 
whenever I saw Stargate was that I wanted to walk over and I was like, what a great picture to have Spaceship Earth centered right there in Stargate. You can't because the American Adventure is right there. So you you can't do it. Uh, American Adventure for me is fourth. And um, I I wanted – oh, hold on. Let's go back to Italy real quick. We need to put a ride in there. Actually, we go back to Germany. We need to put a ride in Germany. What? For me, for Germany – Yes. They need to bring back Snow White Scary Adventures. That's a great place for that ride. That's a fantastic Find idea. the pieces for it. I'm sure they have it yeah. somewhere and rebuild that ride. People would love yeah. it. It's a dark ride. You yeah. know, over there in the corner where it's mm-hmm. kind of dark because it's kind of dark at Epcot at night and World Showcase. Yeah. Great atmosphere for it. That would be awesome. For the mm-hmm. American, ad- I'm sorry, for uh, for Italy. Um, this, is a, this is a movie that does not get a lot of love. I think there should be a Cars 2 attraction. A lot of Cars 2 takes okay. place in Italy. A lot of Cars 2 takes place in Italy. Okay, interesting. Um, you know, you've got a lot of the characters take place in Italy there. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the whole scenes in Italy are all about family and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and Cars 2 is not a good movie. But, of course, Lightning McQueen <laughs> sells merchandise. Mater sells merchandise. True. You could That's have true. some sort of, you could have some sort of like. like a Luigi? A, Luigi, exactly. And so you could have some sort of like mission kind of thing going on there. Almost like okay. the uh, like the Kim Possible thing, except do it there in Italy. Uh, you could also, I also was thinking too of some sort of like motion mm-hmm. simulator or attraction where you board Lightning McQueen and like six mm-hmm. people in a car. And it's kind of kind of thinking back to the future with the, uh, the way that used to work in Universal. Everybody's in the car and okay. you kind of video screen and stuff. I'm not, I'm not really like pushing for more 3d but that could work in a small space you know okay. um so we do a cars 2 attraction of some sort did you have anything for germany or italy in terms of attractions yeah or germany um well although i did actually think of snow white as well because like she always pops into mine first as right. a right as an attraction but i think the other thing um rapunzel could also fit into there oh really so okay that's option yeah mm-hmm. okay does that is that a German kind of feel to it? I mean, is that Germany? Yeah, Germanish. I don't, I don't know why, but a lot of people associate that, and I don't know if it's just like because people associate that or because mm-hmm. it's actually based in Germany. Because I don't know that Rapunzel hmm. is in a real country, right? But I think it might be a German fairy tale, possibly. Don't quote me on that. Don't even Google it because I might be wrong. I just, <laughs> I could Google. See, it. I don't think I, I have to. I don't think I could put Ger- uh, Rapunzel in Germany only because I feel like that that's Snow White's thunder because people already like Rapunzel in popularity. Rapunzel towers over Snow White, uh, and no so you know, oh, fun, definitely intended. Um, so I would hate <laughs> for Snow White to be all bitter and stuff because Rapunzel stole her thunder, which is exactly well, what happened. But you already, in Germany, but so. you already said Snow White. So that's true. That I was true. just presenting an alternative. In Jim's at Jim's Epcot, I got it. Jim's so, World see, Showcase. So Makes I sense. had, to, I had to, now. In Italy, on the mm-hmm. other hand, this one, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, good call. That is mm-hmm. actually an Italian. It it's mm-hmm. funny when we were in Italy, like you're seeing like little Pinocchios everywhere. So I think you could even repurpose and maybe um, uh, zhuzh up, so to speak, the Disneyland <laughs> dark <Right>. ride. <laughs> Bring that over here. That is one of the first ones. You how do you spell zhuzh, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Exactly. You know, I don't actually know how to spell I've zhuzh. heard people say zhuzh and zhuzh up, but I've never known how to spell, spell it. I've never seen it written. I just know how. To, I just know what it sounds like. I so. wonder what Siri would do if I said zhuzh into the phone. Anyway, uh, so, all right. So back over to the American Adventure. This is number four on my list, and I don't. I'm, okay. I'm, I may be giving a little bit of credit ranking at that high because there's not a lot to it. Now, having said that, the American Experience is there, which is fantastic. the the core The, the choir is there. Just, the American Experience is, is wonderful. If you don't want to go to Hall of Presidents, you can get the same kind of vibe here. At American Experience, uh, the American Adventure, the Regal Beagle is there. I have not tried the food. I've heard it's good. Oh, it's very good. Uh, I've heard it's, it's good. good. Of course, you got the amphitheater there. Um, but there's not a lot in terms of like things to do there other than see American mm-hmm. Adventure or whatever, or the American Experience, and you know eat there. Mm-hmm. They need to bring the Muppets back over here, the one they had over in uh, in Liberty <gasps> in Square, ma- in Magic where Kingdom. the great, yeah. great moments in history with the Muppets. They need to do that over here. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a large enough area you could do it. You could easily do one of the windows in the American Adventure building there off to the side, um, because you know I went there with the girls that uh, and we were kind of hanging out, standing in line at the at mm-hmm. the you know at the beer carts and stuff for for some of their preferences. And so I know that there's room. <laughs> I know there's places to go. Oh, there's places, yeah. And so I feel like this is something you can have a crowd gathered. And I would love mm-hmm. to see the Muppets redo that and even add two or three more of those stories because those were fantastic. Those were, were so, great. so good. And I miss those. Mm-hmm. So I think you could easily do the Muppets here in the American Adventure. Yeah. So I have American Adventure as number seven. And I love the American experience. Mm-hmm. I really do. I just don't always take the time. Right. Go in and watch. It just kind of depends on how my day is going. But I adore Voices of Liberty. I could listen to them absolutely all day long. I love, love, love it. They're so um, good. They are so good. Um, I, the Regal Eagle, 
I think has great food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's quick service, but it's very, very tasty. And even like out front, you can get the funnel cakes, but there's also, there's a treat that Brady likes. It's a, it's like half snow cone slushy and half ice cream. I don't know. It's like called the American something or other. It's red, white, and blue. Right. So he says that that's really tasty as well. Um, you know, I guess I didn't really think too much about another attraction attraction to put in here. So I'm going to agree with you on the Muppets because I love the Muppets. They could use some more representation. And yeah. Yeah. I feel a- like absolutely. that could be always more Muppets. Solid. Always yeah. more Muppets. Uh, walking over now to Japan, and I put Japan actually sixth on my list, right behind America or right behind Italy. Um, Japan is is fairly large. They got that great gift shop in the back. Um, yeah. Of course, I love yes. I love Japan more than anything, like in terms of snacks and stuff, because they have that little uh, little thing there, the the Kabuki Cafe with the uh, oh yeah the kukikori, the the shaved ice and mm-hmm. everything. And I've, I've talked about that before. I love it so much. Um, a lot of great little places, and I was showing this when I was there last time by somebody, a lot of great little places to kind of sit and relax, kind of off to the side. Shaded yeah. tables mm-hmm. on shaded patios that were kind of hidden. And we, mm-hmm. when we went, there were hardly anybody up there. Like, I'm like, like I'd am never really paid attention to that. Yeah. And so it was a nice little place there. Um, they've got the – now, are the taffy makers, the candy makers, are they back yet, the people that make the candy and stuff? I haven't seen them. You know. Which, I, that, that, I mean, I also haven't looked for them, so it doesn't mean they're not back, but I haven't seen them. Right. Um, I do know that uh, they have a large gift shop, and the gift shop is a lot of Huge. fun because it's oh, very quirky. Yeah. It's very branded, a very Japanese culture. So a mm-hmm. lot of things that you'll mm-hmm. find things like things like Hello Kitty that you wouldn't find in any other shop because that's that's yeah. Japanese brand <clears throat> or that's Japanese license or whatever. Uh, I think they need to do a Baymax ride here from Big Hero mm-hmm. Six. And mm-hmm. honestly, looking at the map, I feel like there's room. You could put a small coaster here. You really could be small, okay. maybe even like a wild mouse kind of coaster or something okay. kind of higher and not mm-hmm. taking up a lot of space. You could do a coaster here easily, Baymax themed. I don't know what you how you do with that, whatever, but fighting the bad yeah. guys on Big Hero 6. But uh, you could easily do – and I think that would be cool, cool having the Guardians coaster towards the front, having the Baymax mm-hmm. coaster close to the back. I mean, I, I just – I think that would be awesome. That's a great idea. Um, I actually also had Japan of 6. Um, and again, I, the gift shop is, is so great. Yep. You can pick your pearl, you know, if you're like into that, you can go get a, get a pearl and, um, it's just, it's ginormous. Mm-hmm. You could just like walk through that place. So, uh, Mitsukashi is what it's called. And it, I mean, that's a department store over yep. in Japan. So the, the culture is, is like spot on. I also think it's beautiful. I love the Taiko drummers that, um, come out and do the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, a Japanese style of drumming and they're just, they're phenomenal. If you look at their arm muscles, it's like super impressive. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, you know, yeah, the food's good in uh-huh. Japan. Again, we don't eat there a lot because of Brady's allergies, but right. it's, but it's still very good whenever I have eaten there. I agree with Baymax theme. I was thinking more, I guess I didn't look at the space to see that there's room for a coaster. So I was like, in my head, like, well, it might have to be some sort of like a simulator kind of situation, right. like, like flying with Baymax, you know, like, uh, I mean, a la Sorin, but you know, Right. Something. Something. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's probably the not that much room, but I'm looking at the map, and it looks like there's room behind the American Adventure. So you can kind of have the coaster come back to oh, Japan and, and go out of, behind that in the back there. And then I mean, come back. Yeah. Obviously, the park maps doesn't give you all the land that's behind it, but I feel like you you have a little room there to, to work yeah. with. I think. Um. So that's Japan. Let's walk down over to Morocco. Okay. Morocco is where you'll find uh, Spice Road Table. You'll also find the Tangerine Cafe uh, when it's open. I think it's open now. Uh, it reopened. It and just... also Marrakesh Express, which is the uh, or Marrakesh, which is the 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 restaurant there for yeah. the table service and stuff. Morocco is tenth on my list, and it's tenth because while I appreciate everything, this this, this is a beautiful. Mm-hmm. Pavilion. Oh, it's, it's crafted gorgeous. so beautifully. It's one of the few places in Epcot you can go. Certain spots in this pavilion, you can stand and do a 360 and not see any other part of the park other yep. than just Morocco. Very okay. few places like that. However, it just does nothing for me. It just like I, I don't like the food. I, this is not my style of food. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad food. I know a lot of people that love it. It's not my style of food. I don't eat spice. I don't eat a lot of curry. I don't eat a lot of Indian food. I don't eat a lot of Middle Eastern food. I, so this does nothing for me. Like it just. It doesn't do anything for me. Like I walk around going, okay, this place looks great, but that's 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 it. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I ranked tenth because I walk through it. I'm like, oh, this is board. This is gorgeous. It looks beautiful. It's great. Okay, what what's next? Are, are we walking? What are we doing? Let's walk over to France. I mean, it's just it's it just doesn't do anything for me. So, um, I have Morocco as ninth on my list. Okay, and I will say I do like Spice Road Table a lot. 
Um, I, I enjoy like the small plates kind of situation and they have really good hummus. Um, I've eaten there with Christine on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. We love eating outside and overlooking the water. It's so pretty. Um, I do love the shops in there because it is super immersive. If you go back into the pavilion, like with all the shops and everything, lots of authentic type of merchandise and, and things of that nature. I love that it was, um, was it the, is it a King of Morocco? I should know this. The but Sultan? I don't know. The, the, I'm thinking of Aladdin. <laughs> You're thinking, yeah. Um, in, in any case, the um, the, the the head guy in Morocco uh-huh. uh, sent his his craftsmen and his artisans to help build that pavilion. So it is very authentic. Right. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with all the tile work and all the mosaic, you know, just different mm-hmm. things. So I very much appreciate the craftsmanship. And they used to have that band outside, and they had like a belly dancer. And she was always mm-hmm. entertaining to watch. Um, of course, that hasn't been back since COVID. But right very entertaining but yeah that's ninth on my list what um, what attraction would you put there or would you what, what I froze. else oh, am i so frozen okay yeah no i know i froze you did you froze a couple times actually but i was talking earlier when you were doing this oh, okay interesting so i just kept talking to you on okay good call good call <laughs> so what is there an attraction that you would put here what would you put here in terms of entertainment it would have to be an aladdin attraction obviously it's hands that yeah it has to be an aladdin theme i don't know if it's um it's funny, we were chatting with quasi-producer Heather, and she said something with a magic carpet ride. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could put Aladdin's magic carpets. <laughs> you could. You could actually just pick that up and move it on and over, just, which like, would be good. Just, like, move it right on over with move the it over. camels. So, I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking. Something different than the magic carpets. I'm thinking, what if you did some sort of genie experience? Not genie as in, well, I guess you could do this now. It would be really confusing. Uh, let's just pretend that Josh turned everything back to fast passes. You know what? We're not calling it genie anymore. We're going to fast passes. Um, but I was thinking some sort of show where you had some sort of, I guess, magic show of some sort where kids oh, could participate in gr- in granting wishes, um, you know, where they would learn how to do certain small magic tricks and things like that. You could have somebody dressed that's as the idea. genie doing certain things. And you're right. Now that I said that, as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> that's just like having cars, too, in Italy is not going to work because you have Lightning McQueen with the light. Uh, oh, that's not going to work either. Oh, this is killing me. Magic carpet ride. Just do that. Or <laughs> what if you did... A 30-minute style show like you do for Frozen at Hollywood Studios, except do it for Uh, Aladdin. And have the genie as your narrator um, because the jokes would come fast and free, and it would be hilarious. Well, and you know they have that, like, Aladdin for Broadway if they they could just adapt it down to a shorter period. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, the Mm sing-along would be fantastic because everybody knows, you know, Prince uh, Prince Ali, Ali. um, you know, Friend Like Me, all those songs, part of your – not part of your world. um, Part of your world, world. Whole new yeah. world, whatever. It's all different worlds. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's walk over now to the France Pavilion. They already have a ride there. It's called Remy. Um, they do. Number one on my list because, and I was actually a little surprised by this when I sat back, but that open area now, what they've opened, the Ratatouille mm-hmm. area, is so fantastic. Uh, it, number one, the creperie is so good. The mm-hmm. Remy ride is so much fun. The views yeah. of the Skyliner, you know, we'll love me some Skyliner, but the, the pictures I got from the Skyliner, because this, it goes right overhead, is great. Yeah, 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 yeah it does. The, the, the area is beautiful. The buildings are beautiful. Chefs de France is just okay for me, uh, but I know it's a good restaurant. It's just not my favorite. Mm-hmm. My wife loves it. I've never been to Monsieur Paul. I'm, I'm assuming it's reopening at some point. I don't know. Um, they have the little stand out there with the escargot, which is really, really good. You get that in Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, I mean, it's, I love the pavilion. I think it's my number one pavilion. Um, it's my favorite. <laughs> It is my favorite pavilion. I figured it and, would be. I yeah, it would even be. even before Remy Bell, like this has been my favorite pavilion for a very. I could have guessed time. that. I think I could have guessed. Yeah, that. The, I mean, I have always sort of had an affinity for France, mm-hmm. so I went to French in high school, but the whole nine yards. I loved going to Paris. I loved being in France in general. I think it's. I, I just love everything about it. So I love the shops back there. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, the patisserie, um, which is in the back. Um, the ice cream shop. Uh, le, le, hmm. Les artisans de glace, which might bless you, very bad, but that was that's over there. Uh, and have really, really good like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like more gelato sort of ice cream, right. but yes. Uh, and now I just I they always had like the little crepe stand, but now that it's way back, like near Remy, even mm-hmm. better. I've always loved the shops and all the merch and everything back there. Good coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the little mini Eiffel Tower, and yes. I just love how it's situated. And it doesn't lean; it goes straight up and down, which you is know, it goes nice. Straight up and down, no leaning, which is nice. So. so yeah, this is hands down my favorite pavilion. Love the food, love everything, love it. And it's large, and there's so much it's to explore huge. here. 
There's yeah. so much to explore. Now, I did watch. I saw the the Beauty um, the Beast sing along for the first time when I was there a couple ah, weeks okay. ago. Had never seen it. It's okay. It's it's told it's from LaFou's perspective, which is kind of weird because he's God, a bad guy. But... but it's like whatever. But the the video makes it him mm-hmm. be a good guy. Like you just misunderstood his intentions. I don't know. It was it was all right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the, the the pavilion is huge. The ride is there, and I could see this kind of thing happening with other pavilions mm-hmm. where they did an add on, like to Germany, yes. where they did an extra like an extra land as you walk down the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. There and there's a new ride, or mm-hmm. they did that with say they would do that with you know with uh, with Norway, well, they, not Norway, but like Italy or something. Mm-hmm. We have the extra room to have that extra section kind of added onto the side, mm-hmm. and I can see them doing that. And I really like the fact they did this, and it just it looks mm-hmm. it's beautiful, looks so good, okay. beautiful, it's beautiful, looks so, so good. Got two more pavilions to go to here. Uh, United Kingdom is up next, and it's number three on my list because I think it's just pretty. I love the shops here. I love the shops. I love that little area, the little little hedges area mm-hmm. in the back there. I know they have characters there now. They used to have bands and stuff. Maybe they still mm-hmm. do. Um, they would have maybe like, they'll come back. They would have like Beatles tribute bands and things like that. Yeah. The fish and chips is great. I love Rose and Crown. Mm. I, it's very standard for me. It's fish and chips, but I love fish and chips. Yeah. The shepherd's pie there. One of the only places I will eat shepherd's pie is right there. Huh. Um, the views of the fireworks are fantastic. If you can get on the patio, especially, I think it's a really mm-hmm. good view from there. Uh, I love this entire land. Of course, they're in food and wine. They have the Ireland Pavilion, which is right there. Yep. And they serve the Baileys, which again, I don't drink very much, but the Baileys are really good. The chocolate shake. Um, and just, there's just a lot to look at. There's a lot to walk yeah. through here. And of course, I would definitely put the Mary Poppins attraction in here. They talked about doing Mary Poppins. 100%. And put that Mary Poppins dark ride in there and just make it some sort of mm-hmm. ride through, which would be which would be awesome, um, yeah. you know, and yeah, the, the, they need to do that. So we're just UK rank on your list. I'm going to guess it's uh, fifth on your list. It, yeah, very good. Yes, Boom. it is. It is fifth on my list. Um, and 100% the Mary Poppins attraction. I was crushed when they said that they had like nixed that one. Mm-hmm. I was literally crushed. I was like, no, I adore Mary Poppins. Like she might be my favorite Disney character. I yeah. Really, really I can see. Yeah. Cause Poppins is your favorite her. Disney movie. So I love yeah. Poppins. I yeah. love Poppins. Like always, always, always Poppins. So um, I want Cherry Tree Lane recreated. Um, whatever it takes. What mm-hmm. do I have to sacrifice at the front of the park to get Poppins? That's what I'm <laughs> like, like, what am I sacrificing from this new area? You could have left the fountain. I like the fountain. Right. I love the fountain of nations. <laughs> Give me some Poppins. <laughs> so I, I, I agree. And I think, I feel like this is something they will go back to because I think people wanted it. I think it. they will. Uh, obviously, it was cut for budgetary reasons because, you obviously. know, Disney lost $4 billion over COVID, um, which they're making it, you know, per day now at all the upcharges they're doing. But, hey, that's it. That's another story. Uh, but uh, I think this is something they're going to go back to. I have a lot of theories, which we'll get to much later on. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of announcements when D23 happens. or oh, I'm sure. D23 happens in, in about a month, month and a half, or actually a month from now. Um and Epcot's 40th anniversary is next uh, next mm-hmm. November, so I feel like this will be something. This would be part of the next wave of things they're going to do. I think mm-hmm. this they finished the Milano attraction, the water attraction. Mm-hmm. I know they've kind of put the play pavilion on infinite hold or indefinitely yeah. right now, but I think that's going to come back at some point. I'm sure. Um, I feel like these are plans are going to, ca- and I, I feel like Mary Poppins will get her due. I, I really, yeah, she will. But but it's just I oh, I hate waiting. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. And finally, let's get to the Canadian Pavilion. Uh, the, the Canadian Pavilion, for me, it's uh, it's seventh on my list, and actually, it's going to come in eighth on your list if yep, I do the numbers, my numbers correctly, right? Yep. Uh, by virtue of uh, elimination. And here's why: it's kind of in the, mi- in the middle of the pack for me. It's a great pavilion. Um, yep. It's got my favorite booth for food and wine, the the steak and the uh, the, the soup and everything. I love that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. It's very open. It's really cool looking. Of course, our our neighbors to the north has got that whole thing there. La Cilia, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. restaurant. Haven't eaten there in a while because they went to signature so it's a little pricey now for me but yeah, it's really really good um beyond that again like some of these pavilions there's not a lot to do there for me like i yeah. walk through i get the food i enjoy it I, you know there's mm-hmm. they had the uh, the band that would play and i forget the name of the was it off kilter off, off kilter. kilter i loved off kilter and everybody they loved still off kilter. play they still play around around town and actually around but, orlando yeah around orlando and... um it's one of those things that i'm like disney what are you doing why would you i, I don't know why that happened but they let off kilter go and um i, I can't speak to why but you know yeah. so now they have a like a number of bands that have come through and all have not made it very long because they've not mm, yeah. remember they had the lumberjacks they had the lumberjacks were, were they not had good a, and so um they've got somebody there right now too i mean it's so, not that they're not good it's, it's just, just they not as it like everybody loved off kilter right and so they're right, everybody's right. comparing this experience right. to Off-Kilter. well did morocco have a band there too that uh, mm-hmm. they had a legendary band too and I that was the where the be- yeah. there was where the belly dancer was yeah the belly dancer but there was na- they had a band that was the named band, something but i don't remember the name i just um, don't remember the name anyway the come on bob get get our bands back but uh canada is great pavilion it's just it's 
there's nothing yeah. there. I mean, for me to to really enjoy. <laughs> so. They do have. I mean, aside from Le Cellier, which I obviously we love, and the Food and Wine Festival booth, which is amazing. Um, it is super duper pretty. So right. like going up into the back, there's this like big waterfall, and it's lovely if you've never taken the time to walk around. Of course, mm-hmm. they sell authentic maple syrup, so it's great. Um, I love the Martin Short movie. I the new uh Canada 360 I've not mm-hmm. really experienced as much but I you know didn't they stop the Martin Short movie though didn't they have, they have, did because they have yeah. a new one it, it, okay. it used to be oh Canada with oh that's Short. right that's right that's right and now it's Canada Eugene Levy and Chris Catherine Le- yes but didn't yes. But that's what I'm thinking of though. didn't that stop didn't they they stop that though they did I thought they re- yeah they did for, for COVID I don't okay. think it's reopened yet but what okay. that's what I'm saying is like gotcha I okay liked back so in it's day probably it coming back it's just I'm okay I'm sure it's yeah. coming back it's just I don't think they're doing in that theater and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they have reopened it, but mm. I don't recall it being reopened last time I was down there, yeah, but that's all. That's also not something I go to every single time right. either. That's like, well, I might pop in. I, right. I know actually, in fact, I think they might be using it for extra um, food and wine space. I think somebody told mm. me they were using it for food and wine space. That makes sense. Uh, I don't, have an attraction there, honestly, for except for Brother Bear. That's the only thing I can think of that would tie in with Canada. <laughs> actually my, with Canada. my first thought actually was some sort of Robin Hood attraction, but that's UK. That's not even Canada. But I'm thinking like woodsy well, and outdoorsy actually, and things. But actually, we need a poo. What you know? What is, would, would that we be Canadian? It would. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll go with that. Because a, a how was it? A A Milne was Canadian. And um, let me see. I, I'm I'm gonna go to the Google. Your seven, yeah. six degrees of separation. Well, because I always identify poo with with Britain, with UK. But you could yes, a lot of people do. But but I will tell you, he was an English author. But why is it? Because I was in the Canada mm-hmm. Pavilion. They were specifically talking about Winnie the Pooh. There is a connection. There is a Canada connection now. So it's um. Well, then I have the perfect attraction for this. Okay, what's that? It's called the Tigger Bounce. And basically, it's like a mini version of a free fall where you all strap in like six or seven people at a time, and it goes up maybe a maybe a thirty or forty foot tower and comes back down again, mm-hmm. kind of bounces over and over and over. But, you know, okay. the whole thing's themed like Tigger, and all you do is bounce, and it's like a sm- it's a kid okay. ride um, that adults can enjoy too. Uh, and I'm thinking of our local theme park that has this. It's called the 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 Fear Drop or whatever it's called. I don't okay. know, um, but uh, Drop Zone. And so. Same with the ticker. Have it bounce. You get on there and it's like up and down, up and down, up and down, whatever. So, yeah. So here, here is what happened. It's apparent, apparently, um, the fictional character was based on a female black bear found in white river, Ontario. And he, this, this bear eventually got taken to the London zoo. Thanks to a Canadian soldier and Mm -hmm. veterinarian named Harry Colburn. So there is a Canada connection with Winnie the Pooh. And like I said, the the folks in the Canada pavilion, that's the only reason I knew that because right. I was sitting there and we were like waiting for a reservation and they're doing like trivia. This is like back in the day. And I was like, oh. well, they really need to put the poo characters over there because that would give people and, a reason to stay in Canada Winnie, past the, the, the kiosks. So here's the thing. The, the, the bear's name was Winnipeg. Uh-huh. Like Winnipeg. Course. Nice. Uh, Winnie for short. Very nice. So there you go. And it, Winnie, had, dia- and it had diarrhea. So the poo comes in. <laughs> That's wow. perfect. I mean, I like it. that is um, unsubstantiated. I'm a I boy, so that's a connection I made because poop okay. is always funny. There uh, you go. <laughs> so what attraction or what pavilion would you put in here? Uh, if you no. had this, and you don't have to, you don't have to tell me where it goes because there's it's random space in different places. Actually, I think there's uh, space in between a lot of them. And, and honestly, there's a big space where the Africa um, yep, thing the is. Alpha, and yeah. then they put Africa over in yeah. Animal Kingdom. The outpost. So, the outpost. So there's an entire space yeah, for pavilion yeah. there uh, by the yeah. river. Um, my thought, and this is very boring because a lot of people have thought this too, but is Brazil. Because you okay. do have that little waterway there, which you could mm-hmm. easily mock up as an, as an Amazon kind of thing. Okay. Um, have a Brazilian restaurant there. And if you've ever been to a Brazilian restaurant, it's one of those where you just get nothing mm-hmm. but meat. That's all it is, is meat. It's like <laughs> Basically. 60 bucks a person and you eat meat for an hour and a half. You get it's kind of like sweat. Ohana on steroids. Yeah, to get the meat sweat, especially in July. Come out after eating six pounds oh, of yikes. beef. Um, do a Brazilian restaurant there. And yeah. my theory on this in terms of attractions Disney now owns 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. So they have yeah. a whole stable of characters they can tap into. Rio. It's one of my kids' favorite wow, movies as a kid. Okay. You got the okay. blue you got the blue birds, the, mm-hmm. the macaws. Um, it's a way to do bird stuff there. You could do even even mm-hmm. do like a flights of wonder kind of attraction where you're actually talking okay. to kids bring the bring the birds out to the to the to the main alleyway there, to the main road there where people can learn about the birds and stuff. 
but do a Rio type attraction. Okay. Um, some sort of bird centered attraction or whatever. I just think that'd be a ton of fun um, because you'd be bringing the new characters in that Universal doesn't okay. have. You can make tons of money because who's not going to want a blue macaw? They're adorable. Uh, you know, plush version for thirty eight ninety nine. Well, not the not the real ones, um, but <laughs> silly. Um, but uh, oh, which trivia? Random trivia, by the way. The Pixar had a movie called Newt, and the the premise of Newt was going to be the last two salamanders on Earth. We're having okay. to work together to repopulate the species, but they didn't like each other. They hated each other. So yeah. how were they going to get together, right? Well, of course, 20th Century Fox has this movie called Rio where you have the last two blue macaws on Earth that are having to get together. And so Pixar scrapped the entire thing. They were just like, well, we're not doing uh, new, so that's well, it. Well, guess that's, that's not it. happening. Um, wow. Your thought on, on a pavilion? Spain. I've okay. always wanted a Spain pavilion. I don't know why. I think it'd be so cool. I mean, you've got a lot of options and I'm not even thinking in terms of IP. So maybe that's right. on me, but I'm thinking more in terms of like the food, like, cause you just got the tapas, you got the small plates that you can do. Um, you could have like, you know, a band like, like flamenco with flamenco dancers. Right. It's just, it's got mm-hmm. such a rich um, cultural history. I feel like Spain could be a nice addition in world showcase. Um, so that's, I don't know. That was, that's always my thought. I'm sure there's some IP we could put in there somewhere. I don't know okay. where Avalor is, but you could put maybe Princess Elena from Avalor. I don't know, but I don't like Elena of Avalor, so please don't do that. <laughs> I've never se- I've never seen the show at all, so I have like zero idea. I'm actually Googling right now uh, Disney movies set in Spain. I don't um, think- Sleeping Beauty is Are in Germany. Any? Beauty and the Beast no, is in Sleeping France. Beauty. Tangled is in Tangled is in France, by the way. Um, oh, okay, interesting. So Up is in Venezuela. Uh, Aladdin in India. Emperor's, oh, this is where they're based off of, by the way. Based Emperor's New of, Groove right, is right, 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 uh, based right. off of Machu Picchu in Peru. Mulan is China. Hunchback is France. France getting a lot of love. Little Mermaid in Switzerland. Wreck-It Ralph in New York City. And Beauty and the Beast in France. So, yeah, there's, uh, I don't know. Nothing in Spain. Well, you know what? Maybe we could throw... Well, Let's change it and make it Peru, and then we can have Emperor's New Groove, something or other, and Meredith would be excited. Oh, that would be awesome! Yes, we have like a Cusco attraction. <laughs> well, and, I, and, and our friend, our friend Matt from the Engineers Podcast, always said that we need to put in like a Cuscoaster, a Cusco, yeah, a Cusco coaster. <laughs> that would be amazing. And so that'd <laughs> be a perfect spot point, for it. There has to be like a big drop where she goes, "Pull the lever." Punk! <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be one of those things like Mission Space, where you got to pull the lever, and if you don't, it's yes. like you know, override, and it does it on its yeah, own. Yeah, something so. like that. So yeah. that's our Walk Around World Showcase. We would love to hear what you guys think um, in terms of your favorite pavilions. Mm-hmm. Pavilions are like pavilions you don't like and maybe want some suggestions for Epcot. Uh, yeah. Jen has connections. She'll send these suggestions on to Bob and we'll see what happens. Sure. Maybe Josh can, can be involved and yeah. our quasi-producer Heather and Josh are BFFs now so she could just probably Bob text him and be like, hey Josh, I got some ideas for you there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Of course, find us at themsepodcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. Mm-hmm. Also our website, themsepodcast.com. That's our website for you know, all the show notes and everything there uh find us on instagram and on twitter and on facebook at the msc podcast or search out the main street electrical podcast jen mm-hmm. where can the lovely listeners find you you can find me at upon a star jen on all the socials and then at jen underscore novotny on um instagram Perfect. Perfect. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Those are my two Facebook pages. And find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. Uh, and that's where you can find all my Disney stuff, my travel stuff, because, of course, we're both travel agents. And Jen is a travel agency owner, boss lady. Uh, now, before we close up, a real special treat, something that I thought would be kind of fun. One of the big gripes that everybody has, and Josh, if you're listening, you probably heard this a thousand times, but I'm going to say it again. We got nothing on day one. On the, on the opening day, on October 1st, there was no speeches, no nothing. Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. came out and danced. Goofy did his thing, and then that was it. And so I thought, just for all the fans, and including quasi-producer Heather, after Katrina does her little thing just at the very end, you're going to hear Roy Disney giving the dedication that he gave at the opening of Walt Disney World. And I thought that would be kind of fun to play, just so everybody could hear what mm-hmm. speech could have been given by anybody. Um, <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like... My theory, my thought now was they should have, and of course I'll have a lot of they should have, so we all do, but they could have gotten like a 50-year cast member to come up and read mm-hmm. the speech that Roy Disney gave. Just kind of a dedication yeah. of so-and-so, Carlos has been here for 50 years. He started in September of 1971 before the park opened. Mm-hmm. He's been working in so-and-so for the last 29 years, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever, and he's going to be reading whatever, whatever. What an honor for the cast member. They probably would do it for free because, my goodness, how what an honor that would be. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't lose any money. Extra two minutes. Everybody go, goes home so happy. Um, mm-hmm. So for the for the seventy fifth or for the fifty first, let's get this done. 
So, Jen, thank you for joining us once again. Folks out there, make sure you listen up to Roy Disney in a few minutes. And don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true. Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and the life of Walter Elias Disney. And to the talents, the dedication, and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Dedicated this 25th day of October, 1971.